Dr. Timothy Kleinegg is a neurologist at Adelaide Hospital. He's speaking at the Stroke Society Australasia Conference on cortical subarachnoid hemorrhage, which is bleeding on the surface of the brain, an uncommon but increasingly recognised category of subarachnoid hemorrhage. Kamalev Jenkins, managing editor of the International Journal of Stroke, spoke to Dr. Kleinig as part of an IJS SSA podcast collaboration series. Dr. Timothy Kleinig, thank you very much for speaking to us today. Could you please give us a background on your talk for SSA? Uh, so I'll be talking on the cortical or convexity subarachnoid hemorrhage, um, which is a, a condition where, you, or really a, a diagnosis, where there is bleeding on the surface of the brain, um, which is a, an uncommon location for, for bleeding to occur, but it's increasingly recognised with uh, more advanced and uh, more advanced imaging techniques and with greater resolution. Um, so bleeding, bleeding with subarachnoid hemorrhage normally occurs at the, the bottom of the brain or uh, in, in the basal cisterns as, as a result of a ruptured aneurysm. Um, but it's increasingly recognised that people can also get bleeding on the surface of the brain. Um, it, was, it was previously previously thought that that was predominantly due to trauma, um, but over the last sort of decade or so, uh, it has been commonly uh, associated with other conditions. And so, uh, my talk will, will focus on uh, the, the conditions that can cause convexity subarachnoid hemorrhage and, and the way in which these patients present. And how does it change practice? Um, probably the most um, important way in which it changes practice is that people with bleeding on the surface of the brain uh, can present with symptoms that are almost indistinguishable from a transient ischemic attack. Um, so people can present with uh, transient neurological symptoms such as um, uh, paresthesia or numbness or weakness or even speech disturbance, so a dysphasia or a dysarthria, depending on where the, the subarachnoid hemorrhage is located. Um, and unless it's very closely looked for in imaging studies and, and sometimes it's missed even on CT and requires MRI, these patients can be diagnosed with an ischemic uh, transient uh, neurological syndrome and can be placed on antiplatelet agents or even warfarinized, um, which is obviously not, uh, not the ideal treatment when you've just had a bleed on the surface of the brain. What initiated research into this condition by you and your colleagues? Uh, we we had a number of patients at, at our hospital who uh, we we had probably erroneously diagnosed as having transient ischemic attacks and and found it very difficult to explain why these patients had uh, tiny little bleeds on the surface of the brain and so we we did some digging around in the in the literature ourselves uh, and found that in particular uh, for patients with cerebral amyloid angiopathy, which is where you get amyloid deposition within the, the blood vessels on the surface of the brain, that it's been well recognised for a long time that these patients um, can have transient neurological events. And before sophisticated imaging techniques became widespread, uh, it was thought that these might be ischemic in, in, in nature, um, or they might be epileptic in nature, or potentially... Uh, like a, a bit like a migraine in nature. So it was really unclear um, as to how these, these symptoms developed. But it's become, through looking through the literature even more closely over the last few years, it's become apparent that people with amyloid angiopathy who have these transient neurological symptoms almost invariably have either acute or chronic blood uh, on the surface of the brain in the region that can produce these neurological symptoms. Um, and it's probable that these symptoms are uh, 
essentially a, a form of migraine without headache almost that they that when we when people have a migrainous aura uh, there is a phenomenon called cortical spreading depression which is a wave of excitation that spreads slowly over the over the surface of the brain followed by uh, a period of um, depression um, so the in in neurological terms, that might account for a, a spreading wave of paresthesia followed by a period of numbness, or if it occurs in the visual centres of the brain, uh, which occurs most commonly, of course, in migraine, people will have uh, coloured uh, coloured patterns which will slowly spread over the over the field of vision to be followed uh, to be left behind by a, a patch of blindness. This is sort of uh, dovetailed in nicely with some recent research into the. Uh, the basic science of subarachnoid hemorrhage, which does in fact demonstrate that if you apply blood or blood products to the surface of the brain, you can trigger cortical spreading depression. Um, so these transient neurological symptoms are probably not epileptic in nature. They're probably caused by this phenomenon of cortical spreading depression, which also occurs in migraine with aura. But in this case, it's not triggered by an underlying genetic tendency or uh, exposure to other triggering factors. It's it, it's caused by the uh, the toxicity of blood products on the surface of the brain. You've been listening to an interview snapshot with uh, Dr. Timothy Kleinig, a neurologist at Adelaide Hospital, who is speaking at the Stroke Society Australasia Conference on cortical subarachnoid hemorrhage. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication of the World Stroke Organisation. Please consider becoming a member.